Welcome to the Friends of Israel Today. I'm Steve Conover. With me is our host and teacher, Chris Katolka. I'd like to encourage you as we start to visit our website, foiradio.org. There you can find out more information about the Friends of Israel Today radio program. You'll find our archives there and you can listen to six years worth of Chris's teaching. Again, that's foiradio.org. Steve, in our uh, Israel My Glory magazines that we have, we have a new section called FOI in Action. We've been running it for the uh, for 2021. It's uh, It really is designed to show our readers and our listeners that are listening right now about the work that the Friends of Israel is doing on the field, both domestically here in the U.S. and Canada, but also internationally. So today we're going to have Ty Perry uh, talking to us. He's from Las Vegas. He's a field ministries representative with the Friends of Israel. He's going to be sharing some amazing stories about his passion for Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, and how that works out in sharing the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's going to be a great program. Yeah. And if you're not a subscriber to Israel, my glory, we will give you an opportunity to receive a one-year subscription at no cost. So stay tuned for that. In the news, the Jerusalem Post reports a team of researchers at Tel Aviv University. They've developed a breakthrough RNA-based drug delivery system to target disease cells that could improve the treatment of blood cancers, various types of solid cancers, different inflammatory diseases, and viral diseases, including coronavirus. Steve, it's amazing the kind of technology and science, health sciences that are coming out of Israel, almost what seems like on a daily basis. There are websites that are dedicated to simply sharing about all of the technology and science and and high tech that are coming out of Israel. But this is just amazing to me, this new report that came out, because it shows that researchers in Israel have been able to identify how to differentiate between diseased and non-diseased cells. Uh, You know, today we use antibodies which target every cell, whether it's diseased or not, but this Tel Aviv University group of researchers have learned to identify only the diseased cells, leaving healthy cells intact. This is such amazing Israeli research coming out of the startup nation. Well, it's fantastic to have Ty Perry, a dear friend of mine. Ty and I actually met for the first time in Israel. Uh, He joined uh, the Friends of Israel several years ago on a origins trip. He actually won our Go Israel contest, uh, which got him a free trip to Israel with us. And he served on our origins program, which is our young adult uh, ministry trip, volunteer trip to Israel. And um, I think it's there where Ty's heart, the Lord tugged on the strings of Ty's heart to direct him toward uh, ministering to the Jewish people. And since then, Ty, Ty and I have been really good friends, and it's a joy to be able to see him as a as a field ministries representative for the Friends of Israel in Las Vegas, Nevada. Ty, great to have you with us on the program. Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm glad to be here. Ty, that's where we met, right? In Israel. You were right. Right. It was a life-changing trip for me. I, I uh, got to experience Israel, and I got to meet Chris Katalka. So it was a big deal. I don't know about that, but that was a fantastic time, and I can remember seeing you, your heart and your passion early on. How long ago was that, Ty? That that has to be more than 10 years now, right? Uh, you know, I think it's just shy. I think it was about nine okay. years. Yep. So nine years, the, nine years ago, I met Ty for the first time, and now, nine years later, the Lord is using him in Las Vegas. He goes from Cass City, Michigan, to Las Vegas to do Jewish ministry, which is fantastic. Uh, Ty, you know, I wanted to pull out some of the um, amazing accounts that you've had recently for our listeners to hear about the the ministry that you have with the Friends of Israel. 
And, um, you know, I've been thinking lately more and more about Genesis chapter 12, three, which says to Abraham, I, well, God says to Abraham, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. And Abraham in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And, you know, the thing that kind of keeps going through my mind as I read that verse is that there's kind of a double command here. There's the command to support Israel and the Jewish people. And then there's also this amazing command to share the good news of Jesus Christ, that that one verse is both sharing about the fact that we're to edify Israel, encourage Israel, which also then encourages us to share about the good news of the Jewish Messiah, Jesus. You know, I'd, I'd be interested in your thoughts regarding uh, Genesis 12, 3, and how it connects to both edifying Israel and evangelism simultaneously. When you think about it, that is a, uh, a passage that really tells us about God's heart for the Jewish people. They're central to his plan, um, and he has used them to be a blessing uh, to the entire world, to the nations. But it's also a reminder to Christians that we are to take that message, that blessing that's come through Abraham, and to share it with the world. In fact, I think of of Paul in Galatians uh, chapter 3, where he says that essentially this was uh, this was God preaching the gospel beforehand to Abraham. He was saying, here is how I'm going to use your people. You're going to be a blessing to all the nations of the world, and that's going to come through the Jewish people, and uh, ultimately that fulfillment is in Jesus the Messiah. You know, the more and more I've been reading that, tie, the more and more I've been seeing that there's that command to support Israel, and then at the same time, God says to Abraham, this promise isn't just for you but that God's going to protect Israel and bless Israel um, uh, ultimately for the sole purpose of bringing the Messiah to the world. And then we get the chance to share the good news of that Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ, and all of it wrapped up in that little verse, Abraham through, uh, I'll bless those who bless you, curse those who curse you, a promise of protection, but then also through you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And not just that, that promise wasn't just for the Jewish people. That promise was that the Jewish people would bring God's, plan of salvation to the whole world. And that's what I actually love about what you're doing in your ministry, Ty, because you've had these Genesis 12, three moments, uh, you know, in our recent Israel, my glory magazine, the power of the gospel, uh, you know, you, you, we highlighted an amazing moment that you had because, you know, as you were showing love and support to a Jewish woman, it actually led you uh, to share the love of Christ uh, with a Korean woman who was in need of emotional, spiritual, and financial help. Um, but all that came because you first were blessing the Jewish people. Can you can you share that story of Mayung with us? Sure. And what you said, by the way, is absolutely right. We Part of our ministry is trying to bless the Jewish people because they've blessed us. And um, there was a woman, who a Jewish woman, she is actually our landlord. Uh, my wife and I live in an apartment, and she is our, our landlord. And um, she knows about the work we do helping the Jewish community. And she called me um, a while ago and said, there is a lady who needs help. She's one of my tenants. Um, She lost her husband recently. She's in her 80s, um, but she has no idea what to do. She's just very lost right now without her husband. And I'm wondering if you can help her. And she said, by the way, she's not Jewish, so I don't know if you can help. And I told her, uh, her name is Jody. I said, Jody, you know, our, our ministry is to help the Jewish people and to support you, but we want to bless all people, which again goes back to Genesis 12. Uh, so we met, I met with this a Korean lady. Her name is Young, And we, uh, I helped her get on a budget and the Friends of Israel through the gifts of donors 
was able to uh, assist her in a small way with some of her financial needs. And through that, uh, we had a great opportunity a, a great opportunity to share the gospel with her. Um, it was a bit difficult because English is her second language, and I wanted to make sure that she understood the gospel. She seemed to assent to it, uh, but I called a local pastor friend of mine in Las Vegas and asked him if he knew of any Korean believers that I could connect her with, and he did. In fact, a Korean church, uh, Baptist church, uh, meets in his church building every Sunday. So he put me in contact with the pastor. He came over with me uh, to Myung's house and shared the gospel with her again in uh, Korean and had a Korean Bible, gave it to her, showed her the verses uh, and throughout the scripture that speak of salvation through Jesus the Messiah. And um, over the course of a few weeks, she seemed to really be getting it and uh, eventually put her trust in the Lord. So through uh, an interaction with one of our Jewish friends, blessing the Jewish people, um, blessing also went to a Gentile lady. And ultimately, the ultimate blessing uh, for her was that she came to know Jesus as her savior. You know, through blessing Israel and the Jewish people, uh, all the, the message of the gospel went to all the families of the earth. Here's a Korean woman where English is her second language in Las Vegas, and you were able to minister. And it all started because of your kindness, your love, your support of Israel and the Jewish people. Yeah, Ty, we only have a few more uh, moments left in this segment. But, I, you know, I, I was the, the, the title of this of this FOI in action piece that we have in Israel, my glory is called. Uh, Bashert indeed. Now, somebody might be thinking, Bashert, what in the world is he talking about? That's a Yiddish word that uh, the, the Jewish woman that you were speaking to actually said. Can you can you share what that word means in Yiddish? Yes, Bashert means uh, essentially it was meant to be. And this Jewish lady, uh, Jody, she's always saying that. And she said that in this case with Miyoung, uh, Bashert, it was meant to be. God orchestrated these things or we would say for his purposes and for his glory. Amen. That's fantastic. Well, listen, if you're just joining in, we are speaking with Ty Perry. He is a field ministries representative uh, in the Las Vegas area. His wife, Lissy, and two kids are out there. He ministers with a team of people in Las Vegas that serve with the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. Later on, I'm going to share with you ways that you can get involved in Ty's ministry and connect with him as you're hearing about the work that he's doing in Las Vegas. But, you know, this whole idea of what Ty is doing, Ty's, <laughs> no pun intended right there, Ty, it, it goes back to Genesis chapter 12, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. We at Friends of Israel, we take that verse literally. We believe that verse that was made to Abraham 2,000 years ago, 4,000 years ago, still matters today. And you can see how it, it plays out all throughout history. And here we are 4,000 years later, Ty is, is using that verse, taking it to heart, showing love and support to his Jewish friends around him, uh, showing and sharing the love of the Messiah, and then through that, finding amazing opportunities to share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not done. We have more. So we're going to take a quick break, and Ty's going to share with us another story of a a Genesis 12-3 experience, so you're not going to want to miss it. Stick around. I 
I hope you're enjoying hearing from Ty Perry. You know, we really want to feature this new section in Israel, My Glory. You'll find it in our magazine on pages 10 and 11, where we highlight our friends of Israel in action. You know, can I tell you something? One of our most popular sections in Israel, My Glory is, of course, Apples of Gold with Zvi Kalishers. The story of Zvi Kalisher as he's ministering in Jerusalem and, and sharing these amazing testimonies that he has of, of ministering to Jewish people, to Gentiles. But you know what? The amazing thing about Zvi's life is that he is with the Lord right now. But that doesn't mean that the ministry of the Friends of Israel stopped with Zvi. Zvi's legacy lives on in our workers that are ministering all around the world, one of them being tied, as you've been listening to. So we not only want to feature what happened in the past with Zvi Kalisher, but we also want to make sure that we are sharing about what's going on today on the field with the Friends of Israel gospel ministry. So if you're not, if you're not already a subscriber to Israel by Glory, I want to encourage you to get a one-year free subscription to our award-winning Christian magazine. It's going to share about not only what we're doing on the field uh, with the Friends of Israel, but also it's going to share with you about events that are happening in the Middle East from a biblical worldview. It's going to give you insights into what the scriptures teach about Israel and the Jewish people. Again, it's Israel My Glory, and we want to offer you a one-year free subscription. And if you get our digital option, you're going to get 40 years of Israel My Glory if you sign up for the digital magazine. Steve, do you want to share how our listeners can get their hands on Israel My Glory? Sure, Chris. If you've never subscribed to Israel My Glory magazine, we would love to give you a one-year subscription at no cost to you. Visit foiradio.org to learn more. That's foiradio.org. Welcome back, everybody. We've got Ty Perry, Field Ministries representative in Las Vegas. Ty, you moved uh, from uh, uh, Cass City, Michigan, down to Las Vegas. That's a pretty big move, isn't it? It sure is culturally and uh, and and geographically. It's a huge move. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you, the one thing I know about you from following you on social media is that you are a history buff. And I, you know, what I always love is I see you. Cass City is a small town in Michigan, and it's something that I can tell. Even though you're living in Las Vegas now, it's something that you're proud of. You're you have a sense of pride for the city of Cass City, Michigan. Um, where does that pride come from? I can see it in the pictures you post and the interactions you have. Well, you know, I, Cass City it is just a tiny village, about 2,500 people. Um, but I'm the sixth generation of my family to live here. And so those roots go very deep. Um, knowing the history of the community ties me to it even, even more. Um, it's a place where I was, I was saved, came to know the Lord. Mm. And so... It, it's on a multiple levels, um, a very important place to me. And so I'm, I'm very proud of the place I, I come from. I love that, Ty. I always enjoy seeing those pictures uh, of Cass City, even though you're living in Las Vegas now. But I want to go back to this Genesis 12, 3 concept of blessing Israel, blessing the Jewish people. And then through that evangelism almost naturally comes out through our efforts. And I'm thinking we, we just heard about me young, the Korean woman who came to the faith in the Lord in our previous segment. But now I want to turn to a, a more recent account that you had. And all of it starts from the fact that you're a docent at a Holocaust museum. Can you can you share about that? Yeah. So that love for history uh, that you mentioned really 
comes into good use because um, every week on Thursdays, I volunteer at the Sperling Kronberg Mac Holocaust Resource Center in Las Vegas. And this is essentially a library or a media center filled with materials relating to the Holocaust, anti-Semitism, and Israel. Uh, so I work there every week doing uh, tours of the, of the synagogue and of the Holocaust Resource Center, as well as doing work in the as far as putting books uh, in the library system and things like that. When you say work, too, I'm assuming you're meaning more volunteer. You're volunteering your time there. Is that is that correct? Yes, it's entirely volunteer, and it's the purpose for it is to demonstrate our love and support for the Jewish people. As you can imagine, the Holocaust is uh, very much alive in the memories of our Jewish friends. And to be able to work at a place like this uh, voluntarily and to show them that we, too, want to make sure the memory of what happened to their people is kept alive, it means a lot to our Jewish friends. So you're volunteering one day at the at the Holocaust Museum um, and then it's that day, there's a day that you meet a gentleman na- named Dr. Sherwood. Can you uh, share about that experience? What, what happened there? Well, I was giving a tour um, of a, it was a group that just came in. Um, I hadn't scheduled it and they came in and I gave them a tour of the uh, resource center. And afterward, this man came up to me, an elderly man, and began asking me questions about why the Holocaust happened. And I explained to him from a biblical worldview that uh, ultimately anti-Semitism and generally the Holocaust came about because of sinfulness in the heart of man. I took him back to Jeremiah to, to demonstrate that. And the more we talked, he became very interested in the Bible and wanted to know more. So I gave him my card and I said, if you're interested in talking more, I'd love to get together with you. And so uh, the following week, we met at a local coffee shop and just began talking about his his life story. Uh, He had a very difficult childhood and upbringing, um, but became a doctor. And uh, we talked about that as well as the scriptures and and the Messiah that that the Old Testament points to and the fulfillment in the new. And um, throughout the the month uh, or a couple months of meeting every week, He finally came to me one day and said, you know, I believe this and I want to put Mm. my trust in Jesus for salvation. Amazing. Um, So that was that was one of the uh, highlights of my life was to be able to see this man come to faith in his in Christ. I I believe it. What was the feeling that washed over you when he said that, you know, that doesn't happen often, especially, you know, in evangelism uh, where somebody just looks at you and says, I believe this, you know, what was that feeling mm-hmm. like for you when that, when that happened? I can only imagine what it would feel like for me, but when it happened to you. Yeah, I was on cloud nine. I just, uh, I started <laughs> as soon as, as soon as we left the coffee shop, I just started texting all my believer friends and telling them, Hey, praise God. Uh, a friend of mine came to know the Lord today. Uh, I'm still not off of that high and I hope I'm never off of it, yeah. but I'm just so thankful um, to God because when you look at this man's life, um, I was just the one kind of at the very tail end that got to help him along. Yes. Um, but looking back on his life, there have been other believers in his life uh, from the time he was in med school who have been a faithful witness to him. And uh, it's really neat to see how the word works in a person's life over the totality of their lifetime. And, you know, it really to think about the fact, Ty, that when you approach um, people, especially as you're uh, volunteering at the Holocaust Museum and you're showing you're sharing the love of, of the Messiah. You're supporting Israel and the Jewish people by being there. You know, it, the thing that's so important is that it, you could have given some 
political view on how the Holocaust came about. You could have used some um, language that might have like led you down the path of uh, tolerance and intolerance, but you chose a different path, which I think really opened the door for this, is that you looked at what happened at the Holocaust from a biblical worldview, and that changed everything, and it invited Dr. Sherwood to be able to come in and to open up with you and to and to want to dive deeper into these into the issues of sin and and uh, and to know more about who God is and how he provided a, a savior to, to wash away the sins. And so that is really the, the 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 base, if you will, that you started not from a political perspective or tolerance and intolerance, but more. No, this is a biblical issue. This is a we have to look at this with a biblical lens as to how this all came about. Well, I think you're absolutely right. You know, we're not doing anyone a favor if we don't tell them the truth. Uh, We need to do it in love, certainly. But every one of us who is a believer today, we're a believer because someone else had the the courage and the and the love for us to share the gospel with us and to tell us the truth, which is pretty unpopular because you're telling someone you are not basically good, you are you are basically evil in your heart, um, but there is one who will redeem you, and he mm-hmm. has he's he's accomplished that work on the cross. Um, so I think that uh, if we really love people, we need to love them enough to um, to lovingly share the truth. And that is the gospel. Ty, can you really quick give us a brief um, update? How's Dr. Sher- uh, Sherwood doing? How's May Young doing? Are they uh, in, are going to church? Are they investing in the scriptures? How are you discipling them through this this uh, new relationship they have with the Lord Jesus? Yes. Well, uh, with May Young, uh, because of the language barrier, I, I try to meet with her every once in a while. Um, but she is plugged into the uh, Korean Baptist Church uh, from which the pastor came to speak with her, and uh, she goes to church every week. She was baptized uh, Easter Sunday, which was a, a joy to see. Um, and then she is just in her Bible all the time. I've never known a woman uh, like her who just, she's 80 years old, and she just spends most of her day reading the Bible. So she's growing uh, awesome. by leaps and bounds. Um, Dr. Sherwood and I meet every Tuesday at the coffee shop where he was saved, and we have a, a fairly informal meeting, a discipleship meeting. I try to get a little bit of a lesson together to take him through certain aspects of his new life in Christ, um, but it's also kind of a time for some biblical counseling just to talk with him about his life and the issues he faces and how uh, being a believer in Jesus changes everything. So both of them are growing and uh, we have regular contact with, with each of them. Hey, Ty, you know, just as Jody, I believe her name said, best shirt, it was it was ordained. It was it was providence that God brought you into uh, May Young and uh, Dr. Sherwood's life. Um, as the, the Yiddish word beshirt means. And so I believe that too, just as Jody does. And listen, for our listeners, you know, you can get involved in, in Ty's ministry right now. It's very simple, actually. You can just go to foi.org forward slash Perry. That's foi.org forward slash Perry. And that will take you to Ty Perry's page where you can read up on what he does uh, with the Friends of Israel. And you can even pray and participate financially in supporting Ty in the ministry that he has, the amazing ministry that he has, loving and supporting Israel and the Jewish people and finding opportunities, Genesis 12, 3 style, to go out and to minister to uh, all the families of the earth. Ty, we're so thankful for you and your ministry, brother. And thank you for being on with us today. 
Thank you for having me, Chris. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's always great to have Ty Perry with us. Chris, tell our listeners where we're headed on next week's program. Yeah, I am excited to be talking about what's called the Kidron Saga. You might be thinking, Kidron Saga, what's that all about? Well, you know, there's actually a location in Jerusalem where I think the tension of what God is doing prophetically between the Temple Mount and the Mount of Olives where it matters the most, this amazing prophetic location that's not only, you know, we can see unfold right now in front of our very eyes, but we can see it in the future as well. It's going to be a great series that we're going into. Our host and teacher is Chris Katolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Gallion. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong. And I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide evangelical ministry proclaiming biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while bringing physical and spiritual comfort to the Jewish people. Mm